in terms of weight that I can lift, you are light. Yes, yes I'm just little. <laughs> and she's fun. <laughs> and I'm easy <laughs> to get along with. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> We are sometimes Jabata Slaps. I'm Mac. I'm Jubes. And today we are going to be talking about angel numbers. Angel numbers. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Do you have any ketchup stuff to begin with? Um, well, I don't really like ketchup. I'm more of a mustard fan. Oh, yeah. We know this. <laughs> I've been feeling super focused lately. I don't know where Gatorade and the moon is at right now. I'm liking Dude. it. I'm focused. I'm good. What did I say the other day that was your favoritest thing? Maybe I'm thinking of Alexa. I need more context. <laughs> you said it's something to do with Gatorade. Like Mercury's a Gatorade. Oh, or, oh, Mars is my least favorite flavor of Gatorade. Yeah, because back in December, Jern was having a rough go. Yeah, because Mars was in retrograde, and I was just... It was not nice. Yeah, and so we were talking about... Yeah. Gatorade <laughs> was in the microwave with a fork in it and it was Mars flavored. Literally, I was like, I fucking hate it. <laughs> it, was, it was really mean to me. Mars Gatorade took Jern out. Mom, Mars is bullying me. <laughs> no, I don't know where the moon and the stars are aligned, but I'm liking it and I'm feeling focused and motivated. And I finished off. Uh, Two courses today and three courses within this month. That's so awesome. Which. That's really good. As someone who. The cement shoes are being worn down. They're slowly coming off. So it's good. That's good. You're chipping away at them. Mm -hmm. That's Um, really good. Cement's a bitch though, you know. Oh, dude. Yeah. (laughs) It'll get you. Corrosive son of a bitch. (laughs) Sorry, you guys. It's really late. We're in a silly goofy mood. I guess on that note, if you have any mustard, or is that is that your hot <laughs> take <mustard>? today? <laughs> um, all day I've been preparing. Hmm, how am I going to start this intro? And I came up with a talking about my subway order. I could talk about sandwiches. Okay, let's talk about sandwiches. We I made myself a cheese bun sandwich today. Ooh. Seriously underrated. Oh. Okay, actually, or, or I agree with that. Underrated, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like agree with that. A cheese bun sandwich is a classic mustard, mayo, lettuce, turkey breast, yeah. cheese on a cheese bun. I'm like, mwah, beautiful. So good. Beautiful lunch. Yeah. So um, classic, even though I never oh, had that growing up. Wait, no, I disagree. Overrated. That's what I'm thinking. You don't of. like cheese buns? I. No, I don't. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I. I. Interesting. Uh, don't cancel me for this, but. I, yeah, I like, I think they're good, but I definitely prefer sandwiches without them. Because a cheese bun. Every time I buy them, I'm like underwhelmed. Interesting. Which is weird. My sister's going to excommunicate me. She's going to be like, <laughs> no, Journey, we're done. <laughs> She's okay, a cheese sure, fiend. You be my little sister. Yeah. <laughs> Michaela will adopt you. <laughs> you can bond over your cheese buns. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, no, she can be my little sister. That's fine. That no, I love a cheese, a good, a good cheese bun sandwich. I, cause I never had them growing up. And then, so when I have them now, mm-hmm. it's like, Ooh, that hits so good. Well, I see, I say that, but then my preferred bread for Subway 
is Italian herbs and cheese. Okay. My, so prefer, my pre- preferred bed for Subway is flatbread. Oh, I'm too scared. I've had the same order since Subway came to my hometown. <laughs> like, I literally, I think it was what? I was in grade, either grade one or grade four. Mm-hmm. And I've had the exact same Subway order ever since. See, no, I, mine had to change because they took away what I used to order. Oh, rude. I was the freak who ordered the egg salad. Oh, my God. <laughs> I loved it. I swore by it. I See, I like egg salad, yeah. but I will not buy it from a store. I It was risky. I won't, I won't buy their tuna. Yeah. I don't trust their tuna. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I love egg the salad egg salad. Do you want to know something really gross? <laughs> Bryce likes gas station egg salad sandwiches. And I'm like, you are just asking for food poisoning. <laughs> like, you are just like, sign me up. Serve me on like, a silver platter. I feel like anything gas station meat is that. Yeah. But it's egg salad. I know, but I would trust egg salad a little bit better than I'd even trust, like, the roast beef and stuff. Ooh. No, I would add, like, turkey and cheese for me. For eggs or for gas station sandwiches. Yes, I don't know. No, because we were, like, going snowboarding and we were... I bought, like, a sandwich and a muffin or whatever, and his friend bought a sandwich and a muffin, and Bryce was like, oh, they're all out of egg salad. And we were like, A, (laughs) seven in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) B, egg salad from a gas station? (gasps) Yeah, anyway, blew my mind. Yeah, I don't know, something about Subway's egg salad. Gave me different. (laughs) Spinach and green peppers and red onions, salt and pepper, egg salad, mm-hmm. cheese on flatbread. Oh, and cheese. Mm-hmm. I've never had cheese with my egg salad. Mm-hmm. You know what? The cheese on the flatbread first and then you put the egg salad on and stuff. Oh, weird. Uh, I'm going to have to make myself an egg salad sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I See, when I make my own egg salad, it's just eggs, mayo, a little bit of mustard now, mm-hmm. and pickles. Mm-hmm. And celery if I have it, which I never do. Mm-hmm. But for the crunch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now that we've talked about sandwiches for five minutes, let's talk about <laughs> angel numbers. <laughs> Specifically, egg salad. Gatorade and egg salad. Comment what your favorite flavor of Gatorade is and what gas station sandwich you prefer. I think full moon and Aquarius or some shit. I love, the, I love an Aquarius full moon. That's fun. When is Aquarius full moon? Did we have that already? Apparently it's right now because I'm focused. Oh, really? I don't know if that's... When's when's the full moon? The new moon in Aquarius on January 21st, 2023. That was it. Is a time to set intentions that help you set your frequency to attract the life you want to live. Yeah. Because everyone's talking about it was the best time to manifest things. Well, good, because I've been focused. Mm-hmm. So my manifestation better be off the charts. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, um... I, dang it, I don't remember the whole story, but I had a, I predicted something really freaky at work today. Oh. I don't know. It was weird. So I'll just leave that on a cliffhanger. Journey and I are also having sympathy pains today, which is wild. Yeah, we went to hot yoga and now we both hurt in the same spot, but we went to hot yoga two days ago. So And it both hit us like mid-morning today. Yeah. So weird. Mm-hmm. But Michaela, she can do the frog stance pretty good, and I'm a little jealous. <laughs> we get out of yoga. <laughs> and 
Sharon looks at me and goes, you're never allowed to complain about flexibility to me ever again. <laughs> and I just lost it. She's like, you were flat. Literally. She's like, I'm over here thinking, oh yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing and, good. And there you are, flat. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I'm glad I looked at you at the end because I, I would have been like so mad. <laughs> If I had looked in the beginning, I'd been like, wow. For reference, I've never done a flat frog pose before. <clears throat> that was my first time that I, I've been able to, like, actually lay on my stomach mm-hmm. and do it before I always have to have, like, um, blocks or something to, like, prop myself up. Yeah. Well, I was feeling good, and I just went... Well, I wonder if it's, like, if we pushed ourselves maybe a little bit too hard, because we hadn't gone in so long, and we were like, yeah, let's just stretch this out. Yeah, I also lifted a lot of heavy weight mm. that day that I'm hurting today still from. Oh, too. So I'm it. like, is it weight? Is it? Well, and I was like, and I sat in a car all day yesterday, so it's like, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. Either way. Anyways, we'll get into the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, <laughs> ten forever. minutes of us just chit chatting. That's what you're here for. <laughs> so, Michaela, what's an angel number? Where does it come from? Okay, so. We know angel numbers primarily from social media and pop culture and whatnot. They're really big right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's like the 111, 222, 333, um, 111, 1111, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Those type of things. And you put meaning to them. After doing some <laughs> research, I was thinking this is going to be like some willy-nilly social construct. Let's just like... If you find meaning in them, fantastic. Yeah. I didn't realize there was actually, like, history Yeah, there's, like, a full-ass history, and I was like, what? Yeah, so, angel numbers were actually created by Pythagoras. Yeah, the man who invented math. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Pythagoras, whatever, Pythagoras. Pythagorean theorem. There it is. Mm -hmm. I can't say it. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't, my high school, traumatic high school memories. Um, I love math. (laughs) Hate math. (laughs) So, Pythagoras was a Greek philosopher and mathematician and all sorts of other things. Like, everyone during that time was. You had, like, five different titles. Um, And so, he first brought it up then. He's the um, father of, like, numerology. Mm -hmm. And so, this falls under numerology. Um, Numerology is just basically the study of particular numbers, such as a person's date of birth and the belief that it may have special significance in a person's life. Yeah. Um, it's often seen as a pseudoscience, aka um, consists of statements, belief, or practices that can't be backed up by the scientific method. But the reason it's considered a pseudoscience is because they never took the time to do... Like, they say this in the article. Mm-hmm. They're like, we never performed any experiences, experiments <laughs> to prove or disprove this theory. Yeah. So we have to label it as a pseudoscience. Yeah. But it could just be a science. Yeah. But if you can use Pythagoras's ideas for math why can't they be for alignment and stuff exactly angel numbers and so yeah for our listeners who are trying to think of what the pythagorean theorem is it's the a squared plus b squared equals c squared so mm -hmm. that everyone can just uh i think just remember that because i feel like everyone's be like what is it (laughs) yeah i couldn't tell you i know the name i could not remember it for like what it was i've blacked out all of high school math (laughs) the entire (laughs) oh i love math yeah, no, we're during now we're talking about this. And I'm like, absolutely not. It cannot, cannot relate. Uh, but this is why we balance. Yeah, literally. <laughs> One of us does. Well, like, yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> humble brag, um, I did really good because I did pre calculus in high school 
and I went in with an 86, and then, which, like, I don't know, it's not great, but, um, it's still... Not great? Sorry, it's really good. I finished <laughs> high school math with a 50, or 61, 60, 59. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> and then university math, my three stats classes I had to take. Oh, I never took stats. 50, 50, 52. That's, yo, I never took stats. I cannot speak on stats. From what my friend said, I would have hated stats. <laughs> I understood stats, but, but I still bombed when I went to the test. Dude, give me calculus. Oh my goodness. I'll do that all day, every day. <laughs> What were you saying with 86? Oh, I, then I wrote an 86, and then my mark just didn't change, and it was really weird. <laughs> and I thought I was, I thought I was about, I beat the smartest guy in our class by 4%, and I was like, ha ha. <laughs> so then I thought I was going to get top mark, but then someone else beat me, and I was really sad. But she was really smart. I was like, fair enough, fair oh, enough. I had a close friend of mine like you in high school. She, she was in my math class. Mm-hmm. She turned around after one of our exams and she's like, Ugh, I only got an 82. I'm like, my mom's going to hate me for it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Here, yeah. look at my mark. Tell me what you think. <laughs> what do you think about that? It was well, like a, a 63 or something like that. But yeah. Oh yeah, no, because my marks didn't get good until grade 12 in the university. But Bryce was also in that class. But because our math teacher was also our physics teacher all of our math was like reworded physics questions Mm -hmm. so you needed to know physics in order to do well in the class and Bryce had never taken a physics class Mm -hmm. so he was like it just did not make sense to him at all so he felt Mm -hmm. like that was really unfair I refused to take physics in high school yeah I absolutely hated it and then I skipped one day and then I got grounded I yeah no I did physics in where we live, you're required to do it in 10th grade mm-hmm. as like a third of the 10th grade. Pretty much basically yeah. divide the year into three and you're required to do that. Yeah. But give me biology. I love biology. Oh, yeah. I love neurons and right? cells and all of that. Did but you ever get to do any dissections? I did. Um, I refused to go in the day that there was a baby pig. The oh, really? dissect. I The smell of formaldehyde made me want to vomit. Dude, I love the smell of formaldehyde. No, it smells like rotten grapes and I want to puke. It smells like markers. Oh. It smells like rotten grapes to me and it also smells like one of my grandpa my one of my grandpas was open casket and mm-hmm. that that's what it, it smelled like. See, that's yeah, I do not have that association. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Love the eyeball. Love that second eyeball. Did you do sheep or cow? Mm, it was bigger, so I think a cow. Okay. Yeah, because we but. did sheep, but we were following the procedure for a cow, mm-hmm. I think. But, Dude, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so Pythagoras. <laughs> Back to numbers. Created numerology. <laughs> um, and basically, he got laughed off about mm-hmm. it and was like, no, nah, this is all voodoo, yada, yada, yada. He died. They called him a Satanist, and they just kind of forgot about his theory altogether, as far as this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, because they weren't mainstream and um they basically said they were the forces of the devil um (laughs) after he died it didn't help that pythagoras had a little bit of an ego as most ancient philosophers did Mm -hmm. um he claimed that he was the incarnated son of hermes the greek god hermes so yep but anyways when you come with that claim to fame people are gonna scoff at you a little bit (laughs) 
<laughs> and his school was actually considered a cult because they would like sacrifice things to like the numbers gods and stuff too, which is very interesting. That's a bit far fetched. I know. Again, I can't 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 confirm or deny. I but can't I guess, say I was there, but yeah. So they claim like, that his school is very cultish. If yeah, to the number gods or whatever, like we call them angel numbers. So would you just be sacrificing them to God? Like, to the god? I guess so. I have no idea. Because people sacrifice things for him all the time. But we'll get into religion. I also have that in this. Yes. This is not where I thought this episode was going to (laughs) go. Anyway, so in the 1800s, um, Pythagoras' teachings were brought to light again by a woman named Eldo Balliot, who believed that numbers held unique vibrations, colors, and even sounds. So what that is now called is synesthesia. Synesthesia, yeah. Synesthesia, yeah. So she can basically... I don't know. Seek up colors associated with music and yeah, it's um, it's like Thursday is purple or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a brownie orange for me. <laughs> Sorry, it's also the number seven. <laughs> Thursday's number seven for you. Yeah, that's so fun. What number is it for you? Five. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a rust orange. I can see it. Yeah. Okay, I've never. Anyway. <laughs> What color is Thursday for you guys? <laughs> um, and then in the late 90s, early 2000s, Doreen Virtue pops in again, and she coined the term angel numbers. And so that's what we know it now as in pop, in pop culture. But yeah. it's a concept from numerology, which stemmed from Pythagoras. That's crazy. Yeah. And then so, okay, so what are the angel numbers? So in another article, it claims that you can um, assign your own meeting to angel numbers, which I think is a really interesting way of um, attaching that because then mm-hmm. it's like you're creating your own form of communication with your spirit guides or the universe or God, whoever you want to call it. Yeah. So I think that was a kind of fun idea. I've never thought of it that way because um, I just go with whatever the most known one is. Yeah. And then so... And for an angel number, it qualifies if it's a single digit up to a quadruple digit. So, which, again, just one is weird for me, but a lot of people have lucky number seven. Yeah. Right? Or things or like that. Or unlucky number seven. Or unlucky, right? Yeah. It depends on who you are. And then 11-11 is also very common. Yeah. Um, and even some people go as far into, like, the 12-12, 13-13, et cetera, Oh, et cetera. yeah. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. I couldn't find meanings for that, but I have seen a lot of people mm-hmm. assign meanings to that. Yeah. Um, so, but typically zero, zero, zero means new opportunities slash fresh start. One, one, one is intuition, make a wish, set an intention, plant a seed. Two, two, two is balance, trust, and alignment. Uh, four, four, four is stabilization and support. You missed three. Did I not go? (laughs) No, you just did two and then four. (laughs) Three, three, three is opportunity and abundance. That's hilarious. Five, five, five is changes on the horizon. You're on the right path. Six, six, six is a reminder to treat yourself with kindness. Seven, seven, seven is good fortune financially. Eight, eight, eight is receiving spiritual support from angel guides. Also a symbol of infinity. Because the eight's like an infinity sign? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And 999 is an influential chapter is coming to a close. Ooh. And so I went into a deep dive because Journey doesn't like 666. 666 is the number of the devil. Yes, because of that. And so I looked into why that number is assigned to Satan. And basically what I found is that 
assigned 666. Well, okay, so first of all, there is an, an excerpt in the Bible in... What's Revelation? Revelations, there it is. What is it? Thirteen fifteen or something? Yeah. So there is um, an excerpt in the Bible where they say, like, this, he is the beast and the number is 666. And that has then been argued that apparently it used to be 616, but now it's 666. Yada, yada, yada. But basically, this there's it's thought that um, by assigning numbers to letters... That 666 was the value of someone's name. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So they were talking in symbolism to the early Christians, Catholics, and whatnot, to be warned about this person who was going to be the embodiment of Satan or the beast. Oh. So another another interpretation of it is that six falls just short of seven. Seven is considered perfection in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so by assigning 666 to the beast... Um, he's is warning Christians to beware of Satan's cheap imitation of Christ. Yes, and saying he will never achieve perfection, which is such an f u to the devil. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's like, yeah, you'll come close, but you'll never get there, sucker. Yeah, and then so like the repetition three times um, seems to indicate what might be called the completeness of sinful incompleteness found in the beast. Um. Oh wait. That doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Repetition of six three times seems to indicate what might be called the completeness of sinful incompleteness. Because 777 is three times of completeness. So, oh. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Oh. Mm-hmm. Spicy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Even though for when you do the whole motions for the cross, it's up, down, side, side. So, that's four technically, but... It's the Father, Son, Holy Spirit is the seven perfections. And so going six, three times is the completeness of incompleteness. Um, I saw 666 today. Um, And I was about to fill my car up with gas. And I was like, my car is going to explode. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I like that on this one it says a reminder to treat yourself with kindness. Because I was very sad. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I like to think that it was, instead of being the devil's going to get you, it was just like, hey, be kind. Well, and you've had past experiences, right? Like with that, um, at work, right? Yeah. That was a really scary day. It was like my first month at work, this guy comes in, he orders um, an espresso and a cocoa haystack. And he's like, oh, are there peanuts in the cocoa haystack? And I said, no, there's peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, his total was 666, and I gave him peanut butter filled cocoa haystack, and he almost died. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's the devil. <laughs> it was really scary. I hate it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, how? Oh, that's weird. Like, that's the devil's number. And then I was like, it's just a number. It doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And then I was quickly redirected, and I was like, that number means something, and it's not good. <laughs> yeah. So after that, I mean, and and so and here's where I like the idea of this is that it you assign the meaning to it, right? So mm-hmm. if you want to assign the meaning to the beast, you can, or you can take it as um, like a reminder to treat yourself with kindness. So yeah, the concept of taking angel numbers and giving them meaning for you is really kind of. Yeah. Uh, light about this whole thing well it's almost like a manifestation technique right like very much so if you see every, if every time you see this number you think this thing 
mm-hmm. you're going to subconsciously be looking for that number so you can think this thing so you can kind of like make this come true you know yeah but and then so so where do you find angel numbers it's they're basically they're everywhere so the concept that a lot of people enjoy about angel numbers is mm-hmm. that they're found in the most mundane of places yeah it has nothing to do with like your birth chart or the stars or anything to do with you it's all sporadic and random yeah um so it can pop up on i don't know clocks license plates receipts um yeah anywhere and what makes them significant is that they it stops you like from what you're doing and you recognize them Mm -hmm. because realistically you can see them everywhere everywhere if you're looking for them you're going to see them but your brain is actively filtering out all the stimulation Mm -hmm. that it's receiving and so for it to catch your eye that's when it's like oh there must be meaning to this. And so if you assign meaning to it, then you can take it as a message or whatever. Yeah. And see, I find that really interesting because I haven't necessarily assigned a lot of angel numbers meaning. But when I see like one, two, three, four, five, like on my car's odometer, I have so many pictures of my car's odometer because of the numbers that I find interesting. Mm -hmm. And even the other day when we finished recording, it was like zero, one, zero, three, zero, zero, three, zero, one, zero was the time we finished recording. And I was like, dude, I love that number. Because mm-hmm. it's... What's it called? Um, it's not an anagram. Isn't it an anagram? It's like kayak. Yeah, or Hannah. Like, it's the same both ways. And I was yeah. like, dude, that's sick. So I assign meaning to those. Just like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I should take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's interesting. But so yeah, the whole concept of numerology is that you, numerology is that you put it... You put your attention to it. to it. That's cool. Right? Um... And then, yeah, so basically, is there any validity to them? It's whatever you assign it to be, because it's technically not backed by science. Mm-hmm. But it also hasn't really been explored by science. Yeah, it's exactly. It's been written. So it's, it's, who knows? I think there is a lot of vibration. Like, on a personal level, I think there's a lot of vibrations and different things that you can't deny mm-hmm. in the world, right? Like, you walk into a room, and if the energy feels heavy... You notice. You notice, right? Yeah. And if you can do something to change it, say it's a new house, you're going to change it. And historically, numbers have been in almost every culture and religion, um, right down to like stone masonry. If you've, have you learned anything about stone no. masonry? If I have, I haven't retained anything. It's like, yeah, there's, there's like the stone masons is a secret society and they have a bunch of um, architectural buildings across the world and stuff. And they're all have oh, like yeah. numerology, like the dimensions of these buildings are, um, built in a way where they're like perfect. So sound can travel perfectly. Like that's why, like oh. that's why in, um, grand central station, you can mm-hmm. whisper in one corner, you can hear it in the other corner of the building. That's so cool. It's because architecturally everything is built so that the sound travels perfectly. And so, if you're living in a secret society, you could be sharing private information once upon a time in this like perfectly <gasps> built building. That is so cool. I did not know that. And it's and it's all over the world, right? Like so it's the it's Grand Central Station, it's Oh shoot. Which building in Paris? There's a, there's one in Paris, one in London. It the Winnipeg um legislative building. Really? Yeah. The Manitoba Legislative Building is built with the stonemasons that's so cool and there's like when you stand in the very center of this one part in the manitoba legislative building i did a tour on it and it was really interesting mm-hmm. um it's like you're in your own sound wave you can't hear anything <gasps> the cone of silence but that's like so cool but like you're in an open space 
But when you stand in the middle of this like circular oh. stuff and the domes and everything, and you can hear people on the outside, I'm stuff, going to deep dive into the stonemasons. And so it's really, it's really cool. Yo, can we do an episode on the stonemasons? <laughs> Did they build Stonehenge? Mm. Who built that? No, someone. I didn't. Bu- they just found out who built Stonehenge, and it wasn't the aliens. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I did see a post that was like, yeah, Stonehenge is just the fingers from the Easter Island heads. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It was obviously a fake post. They were not being serious, but... Yeah, no, this doesn't say anything. Oh, interesting. But yeah, no, it's like, just the whole concept of how some of these buildings were built and who built them and who took the time to, like, architect them. Architect, wow. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Sure. Then perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> but even now, like, when you look at, like, um, historic, like, uh, temples and different things. Yeah. It's wild. And so, and yeah. all, like, the underground tunnels and when you look at castles and trap doors and this, this society basically worked on these and created these, too. Yeah. Well, I feel like we become so obsessed with becoming the best generation that we forget about the, like amazingness of past generations and like like historical things that it's just so cool and that's why i studied anthropology mm-hmm. it's just it's just so fascinating to look back and be like yo like you actually had this all figured out like we've actually gone downhill since then like and it gets, yeah, to an all, extent in certain things reference. i mean we are now digital right but our physical reality is so bland mm-hmm. compared to history dude i'd love an underground tunnel That'd be so much fun. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's basically the whole... And and so in the Manitoba Legislative Building specifically, um, the dimension of the main area when you walk in is actually 666. I hate that. And then there's a Medusa head for protection. Okay. And stuff. And, yeah. And so there's all these weird things. And then, yeah, with the weird sound tunnel where you can, like, walk in and you hear nothing. Like, the way the sound's carried, you oh hear nothing. Oh, my goodness. And then, supposedly, there's, like, a trap floor where that used to hold gold um, in one of the rooms and stuff. And That's sick. Uh-huh. That's... Wow. I had so, no idea. So, if you want... Yeah. So, numerology is all cool and math and everything. So, if you want to assign meaning to it, mm-hmm. it used to be once upon a time, once upon a time, how you send codes and how you play with sound so that, again, in Grand Central Station... Mm-hmm. You may you can secretly send codes to someone without really knowing. That's so wild that they were able to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And then right? keep it a secret. Now everyone knows about Grand Central. And mm-hmm. if you didn't know, now you know. Um, yeah. But I tested it with my grandma. Like, we, we spoke. We had a conversation. Really? Yeah. In Grand Central? Yeah. Oh, my god. Went out to New York with her. Yo, let's go. Sometimes she bought a slap. She does Grand Central Station. Yeah. <laughs> let's go to all these fun. Let's go to Stonehenge. Let's go to Grand Central. Let's go to the Manitoba Legislature Building. Well, and I know the guy who does the tours for the Manitoba Legislature, so we could talk to him. And that'd be so cool. He's dedicated his life to that building, and it's he's got a lot of really cool stuff on yeah. on it. So that's so neat. But the more you know, yeah. This is so. When I was deep diving, this is not where I was expecting angel lovers yeah. to go whatsoever. <laughs> no kidding, right? Because I was just like, I was like, oh yeah, haha, pop culture, angel numbers. I love 111 and I see it all the time. Because um, yeah, everyone's just like, oh, it's like the horoscope. It's just white girl shit. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, like it's, but there's Pythagoras stuff to it. created it and then it's been reinvented 
or rediscovered many times throughout like centuries. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then now there's association associations with religion and culture and all cultures mm-hmm. have numerology, right? Even the Aztecs were very numerology focused for an ancient society. Yes. Oh, the Aztecs are fascinating. And then like with the um with the Egyptians and the pyramids and everything there, there's a lot of numerology in the culture as well. Mm-hmm. And just as religion as a whole, right? And Yeah. So. What a rabbit hole. What a rabbit hole. Oh, I was very stunned. That's so amazing. Um, and so, yeah, basically the meaning of it now that, or that most people have associated with it now is that the universe is sending you like a sign or a message. And mm-hmm. I guess even early theories are very much similar way like each numbers hold a vibrational frequency and each frequency then correlates to something else in your in your physical reality yeah um spirit guides guardians guardian angels loved ones can also be uh, it's a form of comfort and for many right definitely and to think that like there's still communication with your loved ones in the afterlife, but they're still looking out for you in your physical realm is very comforting thought yeah definitely um so if that's Divine communication works for you. Great. Number yeah. symbolism. Great. So cool. Um, it, yeah, for me, it's very so much similar to, like, symbolism in, like, books and things like that when you... The energies that are associated with other objects, like... Oh, okay. I often look at dream interpretation. Like, when I have a really weird dream, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what does this symbolize? And what does this symbolize? And I'm like, oh, like... Yeah. Like, I had a dream the <laughs> other week that... A, a journey was telling me that she was afraid that Alexa's teeth weren't going to grow because she had bad breath. <laughs> but when you break it down to symbolism, journey was concerned that Alexa's not going to break out of her shell because she's not communicating properly. Yeah, that's wild. Which is so weird that they did everything. That, yeah, that that's what that translated to. Creates these connections and stuff. And Okay, so then I had a dream the other night that um, all of my cat's bottom teeth fell out. Hmm. Do you think I'm thinking she's not communicating her needs enough? Oh, no, that wasn't... The, the bad breath was not communication. Teeth is a fear of, like, of a change or in control. You have no control. Oh. So you could be dreaming because Mia just went through a change. Yeah. And I'm projecting. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> and my mom was telling me about a dream show she had the other day um, of her childhood dresser, and she put these hummingbirds to save them from winter into her childhood dresser. Oh. And it's a reoccurring dream. And so she did this in at her childhood home or whatnot in the dream. Yeah. And then she had a dream that this dresser popped up, up front, outside of her work, like, now. Oh, my gosh. And these uh, hummingbirds and these kittens were still in the dresser that she had put in to, to save through the winter and stuff. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at, like, all the symbolism for that. It's just really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's wild. So a lot of personal meaning with that. Yeah, no, dreams are interesting. Mm-hmm. And then um, Doreen Virtue, in particular, um, the one who kind of made this term into pop culture, mm-hmm. she believed that everything in the universe has a vibrational frequency. And so when you see an angel number or numerical sequence... It is a divine message using the vibration of the numbers to give you a message, which yeah. is basically where kind of Pythagoras started and yeah. has then changed. I think in research, Doreen Virtue has since um, repented all of her. <laughs> her <laughs> repented words. is not the right word. Well, I she think went, it's, it's recant. It's well, where she's recanted. Well, she's also went into like 
into you know, religion. She, yeah, that's true. She <laughs> repented her sins of yes. numerology. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, the, same, the same thing. So, I mean, it's whatever yeah. you want to take it as, right? Mm. Well, yeah. And it's not her necessarily saying, like, <laughs> oh, it's not true. It's just her being like, I no longer believe in that yeah. kind of thing, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, well. But I would like to see some more research and stuff happen with numerology as a whole. Mm-hmm. Angel numbers included. Because I think right? there's... I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think. Well, I think it's a missed opportunity with when they're like, oh, yeah, like since Pythagorean Pythagoras talked about it, we just didn't do any science experiments mm-hmm. because, like, we don't really want to. So, mm-hmm. like, we don't even know if this is true or not. Yeah. But then, like, Da Vinci, like, built in and he had, he had the first idea of how to fly, mm-hmm. right? And it was the first idea. He might have been so wrong. Like, him between. <laughs> Uh oh! Almost said, "Is it Warner Brothers?" No, it's, it's the Wright Brothers, it. isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Warner Brothers is TV. I know, that's what I said. I was like, "This is always." I'm like, "No, oh it's gosh. not Warner Brothers, <laughs> but it's W Brothers." <laughs> it's the Wright Brothers. Once they finally got, but they took like Da Vinci's concept and then like meshed it into like something that they could make a tangible thing, mm-hmm. right? And so all that, and even like old artists, right? You look at. um Again, Da Vinci in particular, mm-hmm. he was a quack for his art. Yeah. But when you look at it now, you're like, no, that's stunning. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. And the detail yeah. that are that's put on like like even all the all the old Renaissance artists, like the details like on like the um the Vatican and right? the art like that and they're oh just my like goodness. they're just like some dude. They're just kinda yeah. like what we consider I mean, just like some construction worker, just some artist. Like literally wasn't anything big until you're like, No, no, this is big. No, that's crazy. And so why aren't these concepts why are they just brushed off, right? Well, and why do they have to wait until the person's dead before they get explored, right? Exactly. Yeah. Before their oh, time. Well. Everything with timing. Divine timing. And that is all part of numerology as well. Well, let's hope our podcast doesn't wait till we're dead to take off. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a morbid thought, but hey, it's where my mind went. <laughs> well, like 96. Yeah, literally. Welcome back. Sometimes the bottom what? Our grandkids are like, oh my gosh, my my grandma was so cool. Look at this podcast. <laughs> so funny. This is vintage. Oh my god, retro. I just saw one one one. Oh fun. Um, okay, so seven 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 is good fortune financially. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always seen that one represented as just luck. Yeah, it could be. Okay, because I've seen like a lot of people. There's this one TikToker that I follow. She has a seven 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 shirt, and I think. On the front, it has, like, 777, and on the back, it just says lucky or something. Mm-hmm. So, it could fall into the same thing, but again, yeah. that's, that's you associating a different word with the with the number know. as well, too. Yeah. Right? Like, I've also seen, like, 333 as, um, or 444, sorry, I've seen as protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then 333 is, like, support, but all of them are, I, yeah. Yeah. So, these, I, I wrote down these, um descriptions based off of various sites and pulled i pulled the same words from various sites to try to create one cohesive interesting but well and another thing that popped into my mind is at the coffee shop that we work at um for a while there a lot of our codes like for right now one of our code has 444 in it Mm -hmm. and we've had 888 and 777 and so do you think we are then messengers from the divine to be like this person needs to see this number, so that's why that total is what it is. Or, like, because it kind of took away the m- the magic of that number. For you? Yeah. Because you're seeing it every day. Yeah, and because... And so it's normal for you. But for someone else who's paying, we've had customers that come up and they're like, oh, 
that's an angel number. Yeah. And right? so like, or I've for, done it where someone else has been on till and then I walk by and I see that seven, seven, sevens remain on the thing. And I was yeah. like, okay, I've never had that number pop up. Well, yeah. And it's weird. Cause then I'd go to like booster juice mm-hmm. and the last couple of times, I think it was seven, seven, seven and eight, eight, eight. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, oh my gosh, like that's so weird. But then I'm like, are they seeing it all the time? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. And so that's where it, the, the key thing is that it, it takes you by surprise and that you yeah. recognize it. It makes you pause and think and live in the moment and reflect yeah. on whatever message you hold associated with that number. Yeah. I think it's even weirder, though, like with the shop. I've, I find because our totals are like nine ninety nine, for example, is a really common. Yeah, that's just total. A, yeah. I find it weird is that when their total comes up and it's not an angel number and they give me whatever cha- money they have mm-hmm. and I punch it in and their change is an angel number. Yes. That's what I'm like. Whoa. <laughs> oh, okay. Or, yeah, or when they, like, enter a percentage in the tip and then it comes out as an angel number. Yeah. I find that fun. That's, I'm like, I'm like, that's interesting to me. Yeah. But I treat angel numbers the same way I treat, like, my dreams and deja vu. Like, I find that they're, like, um, confirmations or checkpoints that I am on the right path. Yeah. And I find comfort in that thought, especially if I'm, like, because I've had it almost back to back. Like, one minute I'm telling someone that I'm stressed about my future and da 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 da. And then I see 222, two, two, which is like alignment. You're in yeah. the right place at the right time. And I'm like, well, I'll shut up then. Yeah. Thank you so much. There was a lot of twos during um, I mean, cash out today because well, it's February 2nd. So mm-hmm. it's 0202. And then the tip number was 22. <laughs> so it was like 020222. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa but then i was like what does this have to do with balance and alignment <laughs> yeah no it's but, just interesting yeah i was like oh my gosh that's crazy mm-hmm. but, but that's kind of that's all i have on the deep dive of angel numbers that's craziness Alrighty. Okay. and so yeah that's everything we have for angel numbers information wise um i would like to hear everyone's thoughts on mm-hmm. angel numbers if you hold any association with them if you're just like oh that's some pop culture tiktok voodoo y'all are cuckoo bananas but I think the concept of assigning numbers energetically is cool. Because, again, yeah, you walk into a room and you have energetic. And if it's heavy, you sage it or you smudge it or you put holy water or you pray or you yeah. you have all these different um, methods of clearing energy and yeah sacred geometry and numerology. It's all so cool. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And if it... if a number is all it takes to change the path of your day, hopefully for the better, mm-hmm. then by all means, believe mm-hmm. in that, right? Like, So be it. Why not? There's no harm. Exactly. Right? Or if it's yeah. a reminder to yourself to, like, listen to your gut and mm-hmm. so be it, right? Right. But so for today's segment, we're going to do this or that questions. Just Yay. something light, fun, easy. <laughs> yes. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, every episode I say, I'm so easy, and I just get really self-conscious about it. <laughs> In terms of weight that I can lift, you are light, yes. yes I'm just little. <laughs> and she's fun. And I'm easy. <laughs> to get along with. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> All right, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, oh, well, you go first. Okay. <laughs> Burgers or seafood? Burgers. I'm gonna go seafood because I also I'm like one who to love a good salmon burger and stuff and I love sushi and all that. No burgers all the way. 
I would get the weirdest looks because I moved to Nova Scotia for school. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, like, are you just loving the seafood? I'm like, no, they actually have, like, a really good burger selection out there. Like, I'm really enjoying that. And they're like, dude, what? You moved from Alberta, the province of beef, <laughs> to Nova Scotia, and you're excited about their burgers? Well, and they use Alberta beef. Yeah, do a they? lot of places in like and oh, I, I shouldn't sense. say Nova Scotia in um, Newfoundland. When I was in Newfoundland, every restaurant we went to advertised having pure Alberta beef. That's so cool. And we're like, well, <laughs> Alberta beef represent. Yeah. Um, okay, bungee jumping or skydiving? Skydiving. Yeah, I would skydive. I've been skydiving. I like it. I would be open to bungee jumping, but the whiplash effect of it mm-hmm. from it kind of freaks me out. Being the daughter of a chiropractor, I could never go bungee jumping. Mm-hmm. Scary movie or rom-com? Rom-com. <laughs> Scary movie. I love it. I love no. thrillers. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Um, a sunset. <laughs> well, like, I like sunrises. They're so beautiful, and I love the beauty coming in with a new day. Mm-hmm. But I see more sunsets. <laughs> No, I love sunrises. They bring me so much, so much serotonin. Because like you do sunrise, you know, you're up early. You might have a coffee in your hand. When I'm at the cabin, I love reading a book on the porch, watching the sunrise with coffee mm. or matcha in the summer. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's my nightmare. <laughs> read a no. book on a deck, matcha latte at the sunrise <laughs> in the summer it means it's early. <laughs> Yeah, it's like 4 a.m. and I love it. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> you voluntarily, on vacation, at the cabin, get up at 4 a.m., make yourself a matcha latte, and watch a sunrise? At least twice. <laughs> Yo. Friends off. I can't. <laughs> you used to go do yoga on the dock, too. Oh, my goodness. But our dock got crushed by a boulder, so um. it's very difficult to get to the dock right now. <laughs> That's a nice boulder. <laughs> it was a really nice boulder. It was, it was big and it was a miracle it didn't crush the boathouse. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Learn at home or at a school? At school. <laughs> I died with this. We're using a generator. <laughs> so funny. This one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you'd answer it. Learn at home or at school? At school. Yeah. Um, stay busy or spend a lot of time thinking and reflecting? I think I, have, I think I have to go thinking and reflecting based off of my current reaction. Oh. But I'm always busy, but it's not, not for, like, a distraction purpose. And I think that's what that question means. Yeah. Because I feel like I spend a lot of time thinking and reflecting while I'm busy. Yeah. Like, I feel like I have a pretty good balance. But if I just, like, sit and think and reflect, mm-hmm. I will turn into Eeyore. <laughs> like, I will be the saddest person you will ever know. Like... Yeah, I don't like keeping busy as a distraction. I'm just yes. a busy person overall because yeah. I do a lot of things all the time. Um, but based off that question, the way it's worded, I'm going to go thinking and reflecting. Yeah, I think I'm going to go stay busy. <laughs> Be rich or famous? Um, rich. I'm going to have to agree. I don't yeah. think I want fame. I want to be recognized mm-hmm. in what i do i don't want to be famous in the way that celebrities are yes i agree yeah mm. um live by yourself or with more than four people by myself yeah more than four people that's a lot by myself i guess it's like if you if it's your kids and family but like if it's my a children lot of a lot yeah i don't know like i think roommates and i'm like yeah 
Yeah, like if I have to live with more than four roommates, no. It's a headache. Yeah. Madonna or Cher? Mm, I'm kind of unfamiliar with either, but I'm going to go with Madonna because she seems saucy. Yeah, it's hard. I, I'm going to go Cher. I think I relate to Cher a bit more. I can't. I don't know who I relate. I definitely don't relate to Madonna. I know that much, but mm. I think she's fun. <laughs> um, okay, work on a puzzle or build a robot? Puzzle. Yeah, I'm not smart enough to build a robot. And I do really enjoy a good puzzle. I could be smart enough to build a robot, but that involves a lot more brain power, and I think puzzles are more meditative for mm-hmm. me. I agree. <laughs> green beans or broccoli? Broccoli, 100%. Don't even think about it. I love green beans. Really? I love them. Ugh. I love both, but I love green beans. Mm-mm. Not a green bean person. <laughs> um, Italian sub or ham and cheese? Mm, Italian. Yeah. More flavor. I agree. Die in 10 years with no regrets or oh. live for 30 years with lots of regrets? What a loaded question. <laughs> Holy. I'm going to go 10 no regrets. How old will I be in 10 years? 33? <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know. Like, I obviously don't want regrets, but I don't want to die in 10 years. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I guess 10 years. I feel like if you live 30 years with a regret every day or something. Yeah. That's just... That's, that's what, exhausting. Are you You're not really living, yeah. Yeah. That's the way I see that. Would you rather write an email or write a letter? Hmm. Letter. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, it, it obviously depends on the context. Like, if I'm going to write an email to apply to live in a house, I'm going to write an email. I'm not going to, like, hand yeah. them a letter, but... But, like, to communicate, I just think with, like, a friend and stuff. I wanted a pen pal so bad growing up. So bad. I thought that was awesome. I did. I had... So, I have a couple stories of that. Um, so, I have a couple friends from Europe who have sent me postcards and stuff since... That's so fun. And they went traveling elsewhere and stuff. Like, one of my friends from Finland was doing a Russia trip, and he sent me a postcard from middle of, like, Siberia. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. And so that was really fun. Um, I met... I was on a school trip in high school to Greece and Italy, and we kind of overlapped with this other tour group. And so I met a guy who was from northern Alberta in the middle of Greece. Crazy. At this club. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and so we started talking, and we're like, oh no way you're from like he was from just north of edmonton yeah and i'm from like south calgary area right and um yeah anyways he got my mailing address sent me a postcard while we were in greece and italy it didn't get to me it got lost in the mail or something and then he found me on facebook asked me if i got the letter i said no i didn't and then he sent me a letter about his life in Alberta and stuff, just from his Alberta That's location. So fun! I thought that was really fun. That's so sick. I love that. And he had like photos of like his parents had like this dairy farm, something rather. And oh my god! And then he also worked at this like honey fa- place, and so he had like all these photos of like this like dairy farm and honey factory. And that's so fun. Yeah, really fun guy. Really cool. Yeah, it was a really fun story. Yeah, when I was living in Nova Scotia, I had bought like eight postcards. Like, Nova Scotian-themed postcards to send to Bryce. I wrote his address down wrong on all of them. But I think he got maybe half of them. And I would just, like, write something stupid on the other side. 
I was like really embarrassed that it was a postcard and anyone could get them. <laughs> it was adorable at the time. Country or city? A city. Mm, to live? I guess city. I think I need a little bit more stimulation. But I think the country is relaxing. My country has absolutely nothing to offer me. <laughs> it's true. Like, I just, I uh, would never, like, it would just not be good. Well, I think if I want to wake up and, like, see, I don't want to hear, like, horns and stuff first thing in the morning. I'd rather hear... Like, yeah, I'm okay with, like, small, not small town, mm. mid-medium-sized town. Yeah. I'd like my house to not be in the center of a city. Yeah, but... I agree. Like, I don't want to live downtown. I'm okay being on the outskirts of a city. By, like, being close to a city. Yeah. For Man or Batman. I don't really care. I know, those are not the superheroes that I follow. (laughs) American or Mexican? For, like, food? Just as American or Mexican. (laughs) I'm gonna go Mexican. (laughs) I'm gonna go maybe American? I like Mexican food. I like Mexico. I've only had, like, real Mexican food once. And it was kind of weird. But I think it was just... My uncle had made weird watermelon. That is what's tainting my memory. It's not actually the Mexican food. <laughs> you want to take us out? Um, okay, would you rather have a public or a private proposal? Oh, private. Yeah, 100%. Private. It's way more intimate. Bryce and I have talked about this. I'm like, mm-mm. It's private. Yeah. It will be you and me and a photographer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't want to see the photographer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, that's on that. Angel numbers and some random this or that questions. Yes. Um, I am Mac Joy. I'm It's Jubes. We are sometimes about slaps on all social media platforms, including our website. Yes. And this is Angel Numbers. Yeah. We Thanks for tuning in. Mm hmm. And uh, we'll talk to you later, I guess. Yeah. Ta ta for now. Bye. Bye. (laughs)